Welcome in to the Fantasy Phenoms podcast. Don't sound so excited. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm like dead inside. <laughs> Why are you dead inside, Justin? Um, I'm sitting at two and seven currently. <laughs> I'm just going to laugh at your pain. I'm literally in just utter disarray today. It's <laughs> Bear with me, guys. I'm just, I'm dead inside. <laughs> what, what day is it today, Justin? Oh, it's, uh. Wednesday, November 6th. <laughs> but you're still dead inside, even on a Wednesday. What about on a Friday? You're going to have at least a little more excitement. You know, it's close to the weekend. We're, we're going to see. Um, I have to work on Saturday, so I don't know about oh, that. Oh, boy. Yeah, so it's going to... If Justin does... He might not make it. I might not make he it. He might not make there's it. Still about, there's still about seven more weeks of the fantasy season. Um, I don't know if I'm going to make it, guys. Andrew might be riding solo. Yeah, well, today on the episode, we're going to uh, do a segment called League Under Review. We're going to break down our league a little bit, uh, and we're going to kind of let you know who Justin has on his team, maybe try and figure out why he's not winning, and see who I have on my team, uh, and also who's has the, who the person in first place has on their team, and why are they winning so much. Uh, and we'll break that down a little it's bit today. Ba- it's baffling. It really is. It's baffling to me. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's, we'll see. You fun. guys can make a decision on your own. Yeah. Maybe maybe Justin's team's just garbage. I don't think so. No, Justin, realistically, you, you will see Justin as one of the best teams in the league, if not the best, but hmm, it happens. Okay. Anything else you want to you wanna say before we jump into the review or... No, no, I think that I think we covered it. <laughs> All right, let's get into the review. Let's just let's just jump in. This is we're just doing a quick segment here before our matchups. So, uh, we're just going to break down Justin's team. We'll start with Justin because Justin is in last right now in our league. He's in twelfth, sitting at two and seven, on a two losing streak. Uh, yeah, it's not great for him right now. But this is his lineup. You want to read off your lineup, Justin? <laughs> At quarterback, we're sitting with Josh Allen for this week. Pretty solid quarterback. Ranked, uh, yeah, pretty good. He's ranked number 12 okay. for the year. Uh, we have Ezekiel Elliott. He's a great RB1. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Uh, Josh Jacobs. This is a 12-team league. 12-team. Keenan Allen. Chris Godwin. Travis Kelsey. Devin Singletary. On the bench, we got Carson Wentz. Tony Pollard. Jalen Samuels, T.Y. Hilton, and Robbie Anderson. So, it's just, I had the 49ers defense too. One of the uh, elite defenses in all of fantasy football. Um, I have Will Lutz at kicker now. So, we're making some improvements at the kicker position. Had Josh Lambeau prior. I, I just don't understand it. I've had two <laughs> losses last few weeks. By uh, this week was about by 1.6. I lost one matchup by 0.4. We're thriving. We're thriving, guys. It's just feels like my heart gets ripped out of my chest every single week. (laughs) I was texting my girlfriend last night, and she was really just worried about my my well-being. The sad music. By the way, I'm playing piano right now. This is my sad music. I'm actually playing. Yeah. Thank you for serenading me with that, Andrew. Exactly. I needed that. Okay, so so let's uh. 
let's break down why do you think you're losing? What's going on? So if you're sitting with a team like this, we've had people in our DMs on Twitter, talk to people on Twitter, you're sitting with a team that might just be out of playoffs at this point, or you're one game away from losing out of playoffs. What do you do now? Because you have you mentioned earlier, you said you have about a 16% chance. Uh, I just updated it. It says 15% now. So <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> 15%. So what do you do if you're sitting at a 15% chance? Are you just automatically giving up, dropping all your players? No. What? I mean, you should never give up in fantasy football. Um, as soon as I'm officially eliminated from playoff contention, I'm just going to want to ruin everyone else's season by beating them. So there's always incentive to do well. Um, if and you, in our league. I just want to ruin everybody's life well, at and this it, point. In our league, you get five... Uh, extra dollars every single week if you're the highest scoring team so theoretically justin over the next what there's still four weeks left i think four uh, yeah there, there's four there is four there's weeks four left. weeks left before playoffs so justin could still make 20 bucks so while that's not the 50 that we put in for the entry fee it's still 20 dollars. so but yeah so you're sitting with you know you're not feeling great right now but you're gonna at least keep trying one because it if you're having a really bad season don't just like dump all your players on the way yeah, no, don't never... tilt because that's just going to be bad for your league, and honestly, your league might just kick you out. Uh, yeah. We've already had scenarios like this with our league where people tilt trade, and then they, they literally are just trading away all their good players. So you don't want to do that. Uh, but why do you think your team's not doing well, Justin? You have, again, he has Josh Allen, Zeke, Josh Jacobs, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Travis Kelsey, Devin Singletary this week. Can you pinpoint a weakness? Do you think you're getting unlucky? What do you think? Honestly, I think it's just pure luck at this point. I don't know where the weakness is in my lineup at this point in time. Uh, Josh Allen, he's a borderline top 12 quarterback each and every week with that uh, upside. He's he's really just safe for that 17, 18 points uh, with ceiling for those 20-plus performances. Uh, Zeke, he's in RB1 each and every week. Josh Jacobs, he's a solid RB2, low-end RB1 most weeks with that volume. Keenan Allen, he's he's been down the last few weeks. I guess he's the only weakness in my lineup. Because he he does have that insane ceiling that you really you really cannot bench Keenan Allen if he's active. It's just tough breaks for him so far. Uh, Chris Godwin, elite wide receiver, no issue there. Uh, Travis Kelsey, top five tight end every single week. Then there's Devin Singletary. I, I just plugged him for the flex. I had Jalen Samuels last week. I mean, he normally have T Y Hilton if healthy. Yeah, so. T Y Hilton's healthy. He's in there. So. This is an important thing. Just we'll kind of get off Justin's team here in a second, but. It's important to understand that Justin has an incredibly good team. Sometimes it just doesn't go your way. There's nothing else Justin could have done in this season in order to do better. He's had a stacked team. He made multiple trades to make his team even better. It just hasn't worked out. Nope. Like, sometimes it just happens. It's fantasy football. I better go undefeated next season. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I better go undefeated next season. <laughs> sometimes it just happens. Um, So let me say the top team. So that was Justin at 12. He's our bottom team. Let me read off the top team. You can kind of see the difference here. So the top team, his name's Ethan. He's in our league. Um, his quarterback's Deshaun Watson. Running back, Mark Ingram, Ronald Jones, which... Already right there, you can see the disparity with Mark Ingram, Ingram and Ronald Jones. He also has Todd Gurley. Um, but those running backs compared to Josh Jacobs and Zeke, I'd much rather have Josh Jacobs and Zeke. Amari Cooper and DJ Moore and Cortland Sutton at wide receiver. Uh, I'd much rather have Justin's wide receivers with Chris Godwin, Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton. Tight end is Greg Olson. I'll take Travis Kelsey. So this is just kind of the scenario here where... It's very clear Justin has the higher star power team, but it just hasn't 
it just hasn't worked out. Either his opponents put up a ridiculous amount of points or his players just have had dud weeks altogether. So uh, just something to keep in mind uh, for these upcoming weeks. I will quickly read you guys off my team. And you guys can just kind of see what I'm working with here. We wanted to do this just to give you an idea of players that we like, guys that we're succeeding with or not succeeding with right now. Uh, my team, Matt Ryan, Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Kenny Galladay, Mike Williams this week because Hopkins is on by, Eric Ebron, Devonta Freeman, and some bench players. But, yeah, just be hopeful, guys, even if you're out for the season like Justin probably is. Keep playing. Don't tilt. You don't want to make your league mates mad. You don't want to ruin your league. There's always next year, and you can win the, the big bucks. All right. You want to get into these matchups? Uh, why not? Unless you want to talk about other league no, stuff, but no. I, you know I don't it's, really it, want to dwell on it. It hurts me inside. Okay, all right. We can be a little bit more in depth with these matchups today, uh, mainly because of the fact that there are six teams on by. Who's on by this week, Justin? Uh, we have the Bipocalypse this week, so we have the Broncos, Texans, Jaguars, Patriots, Eagles, and Redskins all on by. So a lot of fantasy star power uh, in those rosters out this week. So definitely make those lineup uh, changes accordingly. Um, Waiver wire pickups are especially crucial for this week. There's some good ones. There really are some good ones this week. So make sure you check your waiver wire. Uh, make sure you scoop up the best players that are available uh, out there for you to kind of. Your waivers in- probably already ran through. Yeah. But- so. Oh, sorry, sorry. Advertisement. You guys can't hear no! this. You guys can't hear this. Ad, ad, ad. Okay, no ad. Okay, cool. That's it. All right. God. Sorry, guys. We just had to yell a little bit. Can't get copyright striked. You know. Panicking. Um, Oh, it was actually an ad, I think, with Jason Momoa in it. Mm. The guy from uh, Aquaman. Not a fan. Kyle Dro- What? I- I'm not a fan of his. Dude, he's co- in Kyle Drogo. But, okay, you don't really watch Game of Thrones. So I don't. I saw I saw season one with him. Yeah? Yeah, he got killed in that, didn't he? Spoilers! It, First of all. It's been out for, like, how long? I don't know if he got killed in season Was it season one? I think one? it was, because I didn't okay. really get into season it two. It was probably season one. He, did, he does die, yes, but. Yes. I don't know. He, he just seems like. The guy who has no real talent for acting, wow. but he's just kind of... You know, he can beat you up. Yeah, he's out there because he's that big buff guy like, Hey, yo, buddy, get out there on screen. Play the big uh, intimidating guy. He's like, say no more, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. all he's got to do. He's yeah. like The Rock. I, well, the Rock's actually good at acting. Wow. He has that. He has actual talent. The Rock is good. Yeah, but he, yeah, he was in the WWE though, so like he actually has. Shout out problems. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, if you want to come on the podcast, Dwayne, just hit us up. Yeah, I mean he's on. Like, I know you're listening. He's like one of the greatest show like I've ever really watched. Ballers. I love that show. One of my favorites of all time. So he, he's he's great in that. So. If you like football, which you probably do, if you're listening to this, you should check out Ballers. Yeah, that. They, I've only watched like one season. They air, or two, they uh they just had their series finale mm. this past. I think it was like last month or so. Uh, phenomenal. Mm. All right, let's get in these matchups. Thursday night preview: uh, Chargers at Raiders. This should be a high-scoring game. Uh, Chargers side, you're starting Philip Rivers in this matchup. Yes. Uh, are you starting both running backs? Just Melvin Gordon now. How are we feeling about the Chargers running backs? So I have Melvin Gordon as more or less a high-end RB two uh, moving forward. Um, Austin Eckler 
It depends on the week, but in PBR formats, I still have him as like a low-end two, high-end flex. Uh, he still does get a good amount of snaps out there. He's getting worked into that offense still, so he's not a guy I'm looking to bench. Uh, obviously, if it's like a really, really tough matchup, um, you might have like better options other like other places, but more weeks than not, you will be playing Austin Eckler still. Yeah, and then a wide receiver, Keenan Allen, just has not been panning out, but you're still playing him every week at yeah, this I'm, point. Yeah, the, the target share is there for Keenan Allen. I think, like, I think he's still over 80 targets so far on the season. Uh, he's getting the receptions. He's just not finding the ends, and that's what's really killing his fantasy value. Uh, he's facing a Raiders team this week that they struggle mightily against the fantasy wide receivers, so you got to play Keenan Allen this week. Um, you got, At some point, he's one of those guys. He just blows up onto the scene again. He's he's due for that breakout game. We say it each and every week. Like this could be the week. This could be the week. Uh, his matchup is fantastic against the Raiders. So you did call for it. Last I did week. call for didn't it. Didn't happen. Week. Did not. Did not happen last week. It it could have. Yeah. Just a, he had a, it was a really tough matchup against the Packers. They they were struggling for weeks prior heading into that game. So it's really tough to judge. I mean, Keenan Allen on the year has 84 targets. You really cannot ignore that target share. Uh, before the Green Bay game, he had 11 and then 10 targets. So you cannot ignore that target share. Um, he's the Raiders ranked 31st against fantasy wide receivers. So you got to plug and play him. Uh, are you playing Mike Evans as a wide receiver too this week? Mike Evans is not on the uh, Chargers. We, oh, we, yeah. co- we covered this last Mike week. Mike Williams. Andrew. Mike Williams, same story. Why do I say Mike Evans? I don't know. I don't know. They're not even the same looking guy. Mike Evans and Mike Evans is a lot better. But they were both first round wide receivers. They were. But uh, Mike Williams, I play him wide receiver two level. Yeah, he's a he's a great play still. Um, I, I talked about it on the Twitter. He is, uh, I think he's top five in the entire NFL in air yards. So he's a guy that he's due for that breakout performance. He, he was still, like three for one eleven last yeah, week. Yeah, you saw it last week. He does get those explosive plays. Has not really found the end zone yet. Uh, when he does find the end zone, it's going to be an explosive day for him fantasy wise. And Hunter Henry, you're playing the Raiders side. Uh, Raiders side. Derek Carr, I'm kind of staying away from. He had a great matchup last Even week. Even at home against yeah, the Chargers. I, I'm just not crazy about it. That Chargers defense. They're I think the... he could be okay compared to – you have six buys. Yeah, I mean, he's not like my favorite play, but if you're desperate for like a play at the quarterback position, you could do a lot worse than Derek Carr. I'm just looking away from him personally. Um, it is a, like I think it's a tougher matchup. That, uh, that pass rush is pretty solid there in uh, L.A., their secondary is pretty uh, solidified as well. I think they're going to attack on the ground primarily because that's where you can beat the Chargers. He's on the ground. I think Josh Jacobs has a huge day on the ground uh, against the Chargers this week. So definitely look for him there. Uh, wide receiver position, I mean, you probably should be playing Tyrell Williams. At this point, he is the wide receiver one. So especially with six teams on a bye, he could be a very uh, solid play for you. His upside is just capped, I think. Like You're, you're looking at probably 10 to... 16 points or so from Tyrell. Like, yeah, you're which, not going to get an explosive crazy yeah, game. He won't hurt. He won't kill your roster for the week, but he's definitely not going to be the, like the one to win you that week. He reminds me of Michael Crabtree, but Michael Crabtree would just put out like yeah. 11, 12 point performances Ext- consistently. Extremely consistent. Uh, you're just not going to get that week winning potential from him. Uh, tight end position, obviously Darren Waller. He is uh, an every week start, a top five play each and every single week. His target share is massive. Uh, and we've seen him blow up a little bit the last few weeks. So definitely look to continue to play Darren Waller. Then we'll move into the Sunday games. Uh, the first game on Sunday at 1 o'clock is the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincy. Uh, this game probably isn't going to be very close. You have, what is the name of the Bengals quarterback that's starting? Do you know his name? Ryan Finley. Okay, so 
and I yeah. saw, and I saw a meme. It was basically saying uh, Ryan Finley looks like the guy that would play Andy Dalton in a movie about AJ Green. An AJ <laughs> in a movie about AJ Green. And, like, like, they won't make a movie about uh, Andy well, Dalton. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be about a, uh, AJ Green in the history of AJ Green. So they'll, they'll star Ryan Finley as Andy Dalton. Okay, sure. Well, uh, Ryan Finley. There's no way he has a good day against the Ravens, Not right? Not a chance. So even even the fact that they're in Cincy, there probably won't be like anyone at the game because why would you go to Bengals games at this point? Hey, they are one of two perfect teams left in all football. Perfect in terms of... There is a 0-1 column. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah, the 49ers great. at 8-0 and you got the Bengals at 0-8. Oh, great. Yeah, Ravens side, you're starting up uh, Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson. That's probably... It and Mark Andrews. Yep. Uh, yeah. Lamar, You're not playing a wide receiver, right? No. Are you taking so, a shot on Brown? It's so tough. If the Bengals are good at anything on defense, they're good at like slowing down the wide receiver position. So I would more or less just stick with uh, Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, and Mark Andrews. Uh, if you need to play anybody from that receiving core, obviously Marquise Brown. If he is active and healthy, you got to play Marquise in that situation. Uh, if you have, if you're like really strapped at the wide receiver position you have no one really to go to uh, hollywood brown is a solid option yeah probably i see him as wide receiver three level at this point yeah. because he just hasn't put up the production and they they have lamar jackson just does most of the work on offense and if it's not him it's mark ingram uh then moving on to the Bengals side you're playing who are you playing here Bengals wide receiver wise Tyler Boyd was a consistent play week to week. Every single week we were playing Tyler Boyd, but are you playing him in this matchup? Yeah, I mean, with a new quarterback. Yeah, I don't think I'm playing him. You might have to. And there are rumors that AJ Green could make his debut this this week. Um, I'm hoping he doesn't. I'm playing against. You play him right away. If AJ Green's active, you gotta play him. You think? With this landscape, six teams on a bye. Yeah, AJ Green. He is an elite talent when he's active. So, if he's active, I'm playing him. I kind of want him to be active, not for your matchup, but just to see him play. Yeah, I want to see him play, too. I just hope they, uh, they limit his snaps, let ease him back in for one week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm already facing Lamar Jackson this week, so he's going to blow up. So, uh, guys, if you have Lamar Jackson, make sure you play him. Yeah. It's I, it's a curse right now. Someone always blows up against me, so I think it's Lamar Jackson this week. Joe Mixon, do you see him having a good week? He's been getting a little better. Uh, define good. What's uh, Over 10 points. I think he could get 10 points for you. Okay. So you're that that'd be starting he, caliber. He's a startable player. Uh, that offensive line is horrendous there in Cincinnati, but you need to play him still. He is a very good player. Okay, and then you're not playing Auden Tate. No, uh, especially if uh, AJ Green is active, I'm gonna kind of ease away from Auden Tate a little bit. And with a different quarterback now. Yeah, it's just a rough situation there. And I mean, Mark Ingram could easily have a great game in this one. He just gets run into the ground. But the Ravens get the lead. They just hand the ball off to Mark Ingram a million times. Yeah, I mean, even if you're scooping someone off of the waiver wire, you're desperate to play somebody. Gus Edwards could be yeah. a solid play as well. For he broke you. a touchdown run last week. Yeah. So, uh, and then Tyler Eifert, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a not, shot. Not New all. quarterback, you could say, oh, tight end, tight end, but no, it's eh. just how bad the Bengals are. Not it's, with this. Yeah. It's just not worth it. Uh, let's move over to the Bills at the Browns. Uh, I guess the Bills side, would you start their defense in this game away against the Browns, or do you think the Browns will have a decent game? Uh, I mean, the Bills' defense, they are one of the best defenses in all of football. Uh, it just has not really translated into fantasy production. I think Nick Chubb has a good day. Uh, the Bills, they are vulnerable against the ground game. 
Uh, we saw it two weeks ago with Jordan Howard going off. Uh, last week, Adrian Peterson, he had a solid day yeah. as well. So uh, they are vulnerable against that ground game. I think the Browns get back to their roots there. They uh, they give uh, Nick Chubb a heavy workload in this one. So if you do have a better option than the Bills, uh, there's not many better options. But, uh, yeah, you could I, yeah, you, you probably still need to play probably starting him. the Bills if you have them, honestly. Yeah. Unless I doubt there's a better waiver wire defense I would, available. I would just temper your expectations <laughs> with them. Yeah, and then you're playing Josh Allen in this matchup. Uh, it, it's not the best matchup in the world. They are it's, in Cleveland, but... It's a middle-of-the-pack uh, ranking. For are you Josh figuring low-end QB1? Yeah, I, I have him around like quarterback uh, 10 to 12 range for Josh Allen this week. He gets you that solid 17, 18 points. Uh, he, he does have such a solid floor because of that rushing ability he does have. He takes off seven, eight times a game. Uh, he gets you at least those three fantasy points from those rushing yards. Now, we saw Devin Singletary have his breakout game last week. You're starting him on your roster? As of this moment. Now, would you, depending on roster, what is your confidence level? Because I think people will be wanting to plug him in right away. Look, he got a bunch of the carries. He's their main running back. He's the go-to guy now. Frank Gore should take a back seat. Do you expect that to continue this week in Cleveland or... Are you saying, yeah, flex level for Devin Singletary? Maybe you consider him with other options. So I have Devin Singletary around like at RB2 level this week. I think the, the trend has gone in favor of Devin Singletary. Uh, he's coming back from that hamstring injury. We saw it starting two weeks ago against the, against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, he saw 68% of the snaps. Uh, didn't really translate into the, the actual workload for him. Uh, he did most of his work in the receiving game. But last week, the snap percentages were very similar. I think he saw about 70% of the snaps for the Bills, and he had 20 carries. Uh, that's a career high for him. He, I think he out, uh, out-touched uh, Frank Gore. I think he had 23 total touches, and Frank Gore had about 12. So that workload is going in favor of Dev, uh, Devin Singletary. And that, I think that continues uh, moving forward. The Browns are ranked 24th against the fantasy running back. So you got to plug and play Devin Singletary. You expect it to be a low-scoring game? Uh, I could see. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be low-scoring. Yeah, I think it'll. you might see, like, 21-17. Yeah. Uh, I think the Bills come out on top in this one. I think the Browns win this game. Really? Yeah. All right. I think the Browns win this game. There's, They've been kind of falling apart. They're at home against the Bills. I think it'll be close, but I think the Browns get it. Uh, and then other Bills, John Brown. I'd be somewhat worried about him this week. Last week was a really good matchup, and he di- he didn't do that much. I think he's still a flex-level play. Yeah, I'm still starting John Brown. He still is the wide receiver one in that offense. Um, And then I guess the Brown side, we can flip over there. Nick Chubb, you're playing. Odell, you're playing every week. And Jarvis, do you stray away from him? Uh, I mean, you still got to play Jarvis. Um, He still is a uh, valuable asset to that offense in Cleveland. Uh, he still does see a, like a pretty high target share overall. I'm um, pulling up his stats at the very moment. Uh, so last week, he, had, he last two weeks he's seen he saw ten targets against New England, thirteen against Denver. Um, so and those are against two of the best fantasy defenses. Actually ranked number one and number two against the wide receiver position. And this week he faces the number three uh, defense against the wide receiver position. So he still is a startable asset. Um, you you get those. Probably nine, ten, to like nine, ten points from Jarvis Landry, especially in this PPR format. Now, if you want to take a risk, I think Baker Mayfield is a sneaky play this week. You're taking a risk, Ugh, but depending on waiver tough. options, I think Baker's actually a sneaker, sneaky sneaker play. Sneaker play. He's a sneaky play at home against the Bills, who are a good defense, but I, I think he'll have a great game. 
you know, you're comparing him to options. Like, obviously, Minshew isn't the quarterback anymore, and they're on bye. But uh, Ryan Tannehill, would you rather play Ryan Tannehill at home against the Chiefs or Baker Mayfield at home against the Bills? Tannehill. Tannehill? Tannehill. Okay. Yeah, um, I would probably go that way, too. Would you go... Let me see here. Oh, boy. Trubisky at home or, or oh, Baker God. at home? The Bears are taking on the Lions. Oh. I might. Oh God, <laughs> that's so close. I mean, I'd probably go Baker at that point. I just don't like Trubisky as a quarterback. Um, would you go Kyle Allen or Baker Mayfield? Uh, Kyle Allen's at Green Bay. Yeah, no, I'll take Baker. I'll take Kyle Allen there. Really? Yeah. No, I'll take Baker. Bold take. Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield? <laughs> Baker. I can't play Sam Darnold I'll anymore. Da- I'll take Darnold. I'll, I can't play Darnold anymore. Are you kidding me? After last week? Daniel Jones or Baker Mayfield? Uh, Baker. Daniel Jones. Give me Baker. <laughs> so, I mean, we're obviously split, but I don't know. I could see him having a good week. Last one. Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield? Jared Goff. Okay. Jared Goff. There's your baseline. All right. Let's get into the Lions-Bears game. Lions offense has been insane. One of the best in the league. They're... Without their running backs, you're dealing with the committee there. You're not starting any of those running backs, even at a flex level. Wide receivers, at this point, now you have to play Galladay and Marvin Jones. You, you really do. <laughs> their target share is unworldly. It's just ridiculous. Even even in Chicago against the Bears, I still think you play both of them. Jones, I would say, does downgrade to a lower end wide receiver, too, at that point. Yeah, you're still like I'm still confident playing Marvin Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure, it's possible you're making a decision between J- Jones and someone else because his draft capital was super yeah. was super low. He he probably was undrafted in, in a lot of leagues. And then for the quarterback Stafford in Chicago, you're playing Stafford every week at this point. Yeah, I I'm playing him every week, but I'm kind of tempering expectations. We saw him put up about I think 24 points last week. Uh, I would expect him more in that 17 18 range against the Bears, which actually is higher than the average uh, allowed by the Bears. They're allowing a little under 15 fantasy points per week to, to the quarterback position. So I think Stafford goes over that average. Uh, so I, I would still play him for sure. Yeah, I think Hawkinson is also a good play this week. They are 29th against the tight end. So Hawkinson at this point, he's an every week start for me. I'm playing him over Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron plays yeah. Miami this week. For reference, um, Hawkinson just gets targeted. He gives you a safe floor for tight end, safer than Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron can literally have no targets. Yeah, it just comes down to him catching the ball. Uh, it's really that's been his struggle so far this season. I'm a big TJ Hawkinson supporter. Uh, we've known that since the very beginning, since draft night. So, I mean, I th- I think he's a great elite talent. I just think uh, his time is coming next year for okay. that elite status, at least. And let's move to the Bears. David Montgomery. I could see him having a really good game here. Uh, this is a decent game for Montgomery. And wide receivers, Allen Robinson, you're playing him on a weekly basis. He had the down week last week, but you're still playing him. I'm guessing Darius Slay will be on him, though, which isn't great, but you're still playing Allen Robinson. And Mitch Trubisky, like we mentioned, we're really not looking to play him, even in a decent matchup at home against the Lions. Still not looking to play Trubisky. Uh, anything else you want to say for the Bears offense, or is it just David Montgomery and Allen Robinson? That's basically it for me from that offense. Yeah. 
All right, uh, why don't you break down the Giants-Jets game? All right, so from the Giants' side, uh, Daniel Jones, I think he's a fine streaming candidate for this week. Uh, we've seen him look pretty solid throughout his rookie campaign. Uh, he does get a good amount of rushing yards still, uh, so I feel pretty safe starting him this week, especially against the Jets. They're technically on the road, uh, but they're literally at home, so they're just, yeah. the, they're just in the opposite locker room. Uh, they're in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Um as Andrew calls them, the New Jersey Giants yep. and the New Jersey Jets. So, yeah, uh, so the J- Battle of Jersey, uh, it's a pretty solid one. Uh, Saquon Barkley, playing him each and every week. Uh, the receiver position, uh, Golden Tate, I think he's a sneaky play this week at the receiver position. Uh, we saw him make a fantastic catch on Monday yeah, night. Yeah, was real nice. Um, almost as good as Odell Beckham's for the Giants. Whoa, whoa, almost. whoa. I said, I said almost. Whoa. It's not it's not Odell style, but it was it was pretty darn good. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so maybe you could – if Sterling Shepard's active, I'm playing Sterling Shepard. And Evan Ingram, you're playing him every single week. Uh, he's an elite tight end, so not a really concern there. Uh, Giants defense, they're a very sneaky play this week against the Jets. Uh Darnold, I think he still is a fi- like a fine like fantasy streaming candidate, but he will have a couple turnovers, uh, which the Giants could benefit from uh, a great deal. Okay, especially that uh, offensive line in, uh, for the Jets, they are uh, towards the bottom half of the league there, so they are pretty vulnerable. Um, yeah. So then you're obviously playing Saquon. Uh, yeah, Cody Latimer. The only other stuff I say, I wouldn't play Cody Latimer or Darius Slayton. You're not taking a shot on them. No. Uh, the Jets side then, uh, Jameson Crowder I think is a good play, and Le'Veon Bell dealing with the injury weird injury problems. Is he gonna? Is it possible he misses this week? See, we're still waiting for more reports to come out, but as of right now, we don't know. If he it's does, kind of are a, you plugging Bilal Powell in? Uh, I don't. That's tough. I do like Ty Montgomery. Montgomery. I like Ty Montgomery a lot more. He does show that PPR value. Like I think it was just a couple of years ago, uh, he was uh, like a dark horse to be like a fantasy like MVP for the season, um, just because he is so versatile in that in that regard. He's great out of the backfield. He used to be a wide receiver, so I think the Jets could really utilize uh, Ty Montgomery if Le'Veon Bell is inactive. Uh, but from all we know, Bilal Powell is going to take all the work, and that's just going to go out the window. And you're not playing Chris Herndon in this game, are you? Or uh, I mean, he he should actually like get snaps and be. Active, if but... I had to choose a Jets tight end, I would go Ryan Griffin okay. over uh, Chris Herndon until proven otherwise. I think Herndon is the superior talent to Ryan Griffin, but Ryan Griffin he's he's shown the ability to get like find the end zone. He's he's I think he's found it the last two or three weeks now. So you you got to play Ryan uh, Ryan Griffin if you're really really desperate at the tight end position. Let's move over to move over to the Chiefs at Titans. Uh, the Chiefs side, Mahomes. Is he scheduled to play this week? I think he does play this week. You think? I really do. Uh, I think he's pretty close overall. Um, I know the Chiefs' bye is coming up. Uh, I think week 12. But we saw the Saints, Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played. Like I said, like with that With that being said, I do think Mahomes comes back, especially with how the Chiefs have been struggling uh, without him for the most part. So I, I know they won last week, uh, but it was a nail-biter there. Uh, they really don't want to... V- they, they don't want to lose too much ground in the standings overall. So I think Mahomes does find his way back on the field. Uh, I think it is a tough matchup against the Titans, but if Mahomes is active, it's a huge boost to all the skill position players yep, for the Chiefs. Are you playing Damian Williams now that he had a really good game? Or <sighs> sitting him? 
I'm gonna stay in the flames. I think you gotta you gotta play him there. It, it's a tough matchup against the Titans. It is. It is. But like we said, six teams in a bye. Uh, you could probably have like Leonard Fournette and like Carlos Hyde or Philip Lindsay, for example. Uh, you need someone to play. Damian Williams. He's a solid play for you. Uh, we saw him get utilized a lot last week. I think that does continue. Uh, they they want him to succeed more than anyone, uh, especially Andy Reid. He he utilized him heavily towards the like the back half of last season. Um, I'm hoping that trend continues. It's t- it's so hard to read after one week, uh, but if it's me, I'm staying in the flames with him. And if Mahomes does come back, Sammy Watkins, I put him at like a wide receiver three this week. Um, Mahomes is not back. I would not play Watkins at all uh, against this Titans team. Tyreek Hill, you're playing. Travis Kelsey, you're playing. Yes. Uh, Titans side, Derrick Henry, every single week you're playing mm-hmm. him. Other than that, are you just playing Derrick Henry and maybe streaming Tannehill? Uh, yes, I would stream Tannehill. I think he's a fine play this week at the quarterback position. Like we said, six teams on a bye. You're really in a pinch there. Tannehill is a very solid play. Uh, the Chiefs, they struggle mightily against the fantasy quarterback. So definitely plug and play Ryan Tannehill uh, that being said you could also plug and play Jonu Smith uh, at the tight end position as the Chiefs are I think they are ranked 30th or 31st against the fantasy tight end so they they give up a boatload of points to the tight end position so Jonu Smith sneaky little play there for you yeah I agree I'm not taking my shot on any wide receiver uh, with how the snap counts are and everything at this point I'll take Jonu Smith at tight end though uh, let's move over to the Cardinals Bucks game. Uh, this do you think this will be a high scoring game between the Cardinals and Bucks? Both defenses aren't the greatest. Theoretically, you would think it would be. Um, I think it, I, I honestly do think it is a shootout uh, this week there in uh, in Tampa. Uh, Kyler Murray, hint, hint, he's my start of the week at quarterback. Uh, okay. So I think he's wow, a, he's a, in Tampa. Yes. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm playing it pretty bold there. Uh, he looked great last week. Uh, I, I do think he's going to – he has such a safe floor with his rushing ability. I think he's going to have to do a lot of that this week uh, against that Buccaneer secondary. Uh, they were they were the top half of the league um, for like most of the season against yeah. the pass there. Uh, like, uh, I flipped that around against the rush, uh, but we've seen them get they 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 meet the last like few weeks there. Uh, we saw Russell Wilson just torch them last week. He threw five touchdowns. He yeah. torches everyone. Though. He does torch everybody. He's the he's going to be the league MVP if he stays healthy. But I I think Kyler Murray he's going to have a day against the Bucks. Um, they're just so vulnerable against the pass there. Like the last few years they've been horrible in the secondary. I just don't see that changing this week. Are you playing Kenyon Drake after his breakout game? Uh or his first game. Well, it depends the on, it depends on the uh the the status of David uh, Johnson. David Johnson as well as Chase Edmonds there. Are you playing David Johnson if he's in? I am, but I'm not really crazy about it. Uh, the yeah. First game back against a very tough uh, front seven of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the only way he's going to salvage a good day, in my opinion, is if he gets uh, utilized through the pass. Uh, and I would think they just use Kenyon Drake at that point. Exactly. I I think it will be more Kenyon Drake than David Johnson. If Johnson is active, they're not going to rush him back to really induce more injury risk for him. So I, I do I do agree with you. I, th- I do think Kenyon Drake does have a uh, solid day for you fantasy-wise uh, just because he will see a lot of uh, production there. Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk. Both of them have not really been very reliable fantasy-wise because of Kyler Murray's struggles. So are you benching both of them? 
Or do you take the, the shot receiver on position? Yes. Uh, Christian I'm, Kirk or Leigh Fitzgerald? Are you playing either? I'm gonna play both. You're playing both. They're both startable this week. They haven't been great recently. I know they haven't been great, but if if you're gonna have any hope left in either of them, I think Christian Kirk is the guy to play. Uh, if you have to choose one of the two, uh, Christian Kirk, since he's been he's since he's been back, he's been utilized heavily in that Arizona offense. So I think he's uh, he's a good play moving forward. Uh, he's gonna see that target share. Um, Fitzgerald, he's still a fine play. I think I would rank Kirk as like a low end two, high end three, uh, and Fitzgerald as a flex option. The Bucks side then, Bucks wide receivers. You're playing Godwin Evans, running back Ronald Jones. You could seems like a decent start in this game now after last week see, against the Cardinals. Whenever, but whenever the season we've thought, oh yeah, Ronald yeah. Jones is the guy, Peyton Barber's the guy, Bruce Arians, he just goes ha ha. I'm going right. to fool you. You guys are dumb. You can take your shot on Ronald Jones if you want. Yeah, um, I mean, it, there's worse guys to take a shot on there. So, Ronald, Ronald Jones. Jones or Kenyon Drake in the same game. I'll take Kenyon Drake. I'll take Drake, too. Yeah. Uh, Ronald Jones or J.D. McKissick for the Lions. Jones. Okay. Ronald Jones or Jalen Samuels uh, with a healthy healthy James Conner. Uh, it all depends if Conner is active yes with healthy James i don't Conner. i don't think he's gonna play you don't think so i saw reports that he was in danger of not only missing that one week but another week following mm. so I, hypothetically if he is healthy though if he's healthy uh i would go jones okay yeah and then at tight end oj howard are you taking the shot if he's healthy no no even against the cardinals one of the worst teams I against can't, tight I, ends? Can't, I can't trust it i <laughs> until i see it i i just it's so heartbreaking. Okay. He has so much talent. They just don't use him. You were so excited about when I you was, drafted him, I really too. Was. I, and I wanted him. You, I was jealous. Yeah, and you were mad that you didn't get him. He yep. was, he, like, that was my favorite draft pick. I'm like, I got a steal here. <laughs> yeah. Little do you know. Let's go. <laughs> Little do you know. That, see, that's kind of gone downhill just like Justin's season. Yep. OJ Howard's gone downhill. Justin's season downhill. You know, they coincide. Uh Bucks defense, I think, is an okay play against the Cardinals. I don't think it's the greatest play, but it's okay. You want to take a shot on... Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. It's an all right play. I think it'll be high scoring, though. Let's go to the Falcons-Saints. This is a great game if Matt Ryan's back. Uh, Matt Ryan should be fine, ready to go. They said he would be ready to go for this game. So uh, The Falcons side, then. Matt Ryan, are you starting him... As a low-end QB1? Yes, absolutely. Matt Ryan, uh, when he's healthy, he's a great fantasy option at the quarterback position. Not really doubt my mind with him. Um, running back-wise, Devonta Freeman, you're going to play him. Uh, he's, at worst case, a low-end RB2 for you. I don't know if Edo Smith's going to be back this week. but Regardless, it- even if he is back, I'm still pretty confident playing Freeman uh, in that role that I just mentioned as that RB2. Uh, Receiver-wise, uh Calvin Ridley, I think he sees the biggest like uptick uh, since uh, Mohamed Sanu was dealt to New England. Uh, I feel pretty good about playing him, with, especially with Matt Ryan back. Uh, Julio Jones each and every week, as well as Austin Hooper. Uh, great options on that Atlanta side. I think it's really going to be a high-scoring affair. At uh, this point, what do they have to lose? They have nothing to lose. They're just like chucking the ball downfield. Dan Quinn, he's just like, oh, there's nothing else to lose. Like, hold my beer. It's just yeah. like he has nothing left to lose. Might as well bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick at this point. Might as well. <laughs> I mean, he torched the Saints last year. <laughs> Season opener. Bring him in. Yeah. Now at the Saints side, then Michael Thomas, you're playing. Alvin Kamara uh, should be back for this game. Yes. 
So you're playing him. Worst case, somehow he's not. You're playing Latavius Murray. You play everyone against the Falcons. Do you consider playing Ted Ginn in a good matchup? Uh, like if, if you're bit by the uh, injury bug, like if you have, like, save the T.Y. Hilton, uh, he's down and injured. You have bye weeks. There's worse guys to take a shot on than Ted Ginn. Uh, this kind of has a Ted Ginn game written all yeah, over it. Yeah, it does, yeah. Uh, explosive offense. Uh, Atlanta, they're vulnerable over the top. Ted Ginn, I think he's I think he's a fine play. Wide receiver three with a lot of upside. Yep, agreed. Jared Cook uh, against the Falcons. That doesn't seem like a bad play. If he's actually active this yeah. week, sure. Yeah. I'll take a shot on him. Okay. Uh, let's go to the Dolphins. Colts. Uh, hopefully... I, do you know how long Jacoby Brissett is out? So is they he... said it's an MCL-ish injury. That's what mm. the wise words of Frank Reich said. So whatever that means. Okay. Um, Probably a couple weeks. They had not ruled him out for this week. So there is a potential he does play Sunday. But definitely Why he... even try and force him I in wouldn't... against the it's Dolphins? It's Miami. So Brian Hoyer looked fine last week Yeah. Uh, when, he, when he was in there. So I would sit Jacoby Brissett this week. I think he'll be back possibly next week. So... It, it, it all just depends. So, at this point with the Dolphins side now, have we reached a point where you can actually play one of their players? Can you play a wide receiver? Preston Williams might not be active. We'll see if he actually ends I, up playing this week. I was t- I'm was, i pretty sure I saw he's out for the season. I think he's Is hurt. he really? I'm pretty sure he is. I didn't see that. Let me double-check that. Justin will d- double-check that, but Devontae Parker, he's been consistent. Uh, he's, he's a wide receiver three-level play at this point, which... Obviously, it's still not great, but Devontae Parker's been really good. He's had wide receiver two-type production. Yes, uh, Preston Williams tore his right ACL on Sunday. I did not see that. Yes, wow. I didn't, I didn't So is that a either. boost to Devontae Parker for you? Uh, Yeah, I would, I would definitely say so. Would you consider flexing him in this game against the Colts? Oh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a tough matchup, but that target share... Dolphins should have to score. Yeah, they have it's, Fitzpatrick. You know, we're getting desperate right now. Yeah. Why? I think he's a solid Ted play. Ginn or Devontae Parker? Oh, boy. I think I'll go Devontae Parker there. Uh, yeah, it's gross, but I would too. Just like that security. Okay. Uh, Ted G- or Devontae Parker or Larry Fitzgerald? Oh, God. <laughs> I'll go Fitz. Okay. All right. Uh, and then you're not playing anyone else but Devontae Parker. Kalen Balaz, you're not going to try and roll him out, are you? I mean, with Mark Walton being suspended, no Kenyon Drake. If you want to try, I mean, why, why not? Why not? If you're real, uh, you see only him as like deep desperate. flex or what? Yeah, very, he's a deep flex. He's likely going to see a ton of volume. Uh, we saw Mark Walton get that volume. Unless they just pass for like fifty times with I Fitzpatrick. Doubt, I doubt that. I really do. Okay, we'll see. Uh, and then Colts side, Marlon Mack, you're playing every single week. Ty Hilton. If he's back, you're playing him. I don't think he's back. Yeah, he's probably not. They were saying three to four weeks originally, so I'm going to kind of stick to that. Do you take your chance on Pascal? Absolutely. We're going to talk you about think him. So? We're talking about him a little later. Really? Yes. So are you thinking, considering playing him over Devin Singletary? Just wondering. No, I don't think so. Okay. I might pick him up, though. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Uh, what about Paris Campbell? Uh, You'd rather play Pascal? I would, I would for sure rather play Pascal, but... It, if you're in the, like a 14, 16 team league, if Paris Campbell's out there, sure, it's Miami. Yeah, and then Eric Ebron, you can take your shot. Again, it is just so hard to play. I'm an Eric Ebron owner, but when he only goes out there for 30% of the snaps, it's rough. Even though when he is out there, the majority of time it is a passing play, and they do target him sometimes. But, I mean, you really got to get lucky with Eric Ebron. Hawk, like Someone like TJ Hawkinson is out for like 70% of the snaps, so... 
Uh, and then that's probably it. Colts defense, I think, is an okay play this week. Uh, it could be it could be a high scoring game, but there's only so much the Dolphins offense can do. And then let's move on to the Rams Steelers. Uh, man, I, it, imagine if they had Big Ben. This would be such a good game. The Rams side, Todd Gurley, you're playing him as a RB two now, mid to RB two. Yeah, I mean he's obviously he's a RB two with a lot of ceiling. Yeah, uh, especially if he finds that ends in. So uh, safety wise, it's a high end two. You're playing. Are you playing all three Rams wide receivers? We said that most of the season, but the one I don't think Cooks is back. Cooks is probably not back. But are you playing Josh Reynolds then? Oh boy, if you're gonna pinch, yes, but you likely have a better option. That Pittsburgh secondary is pretty good, so I would more or less stick with uh, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Woods. Even though I mean that that is more of an iffy play. I feel the only guy I'm still I probably playing feel, him. Yeah, you got to play him, but the only guy I really feel confident in is Cooper Cup. Steelers side, also Gerald Everett. Do you play him? You probably have to. Yeah, Jared Goff is a mid tier. I don't see him finishing as a QB one. Do you? Uh best case he's. This would probably be a low scoring game. I think best case he's QB twelve. This might be a low scoring game, honestly. Uh, I don't know. Steeler side, you're playing Juju, right? Every week, even though his ceiling hasn't been there. Last week was bad, but you're still playing him, right? Yeah, he's going to see a lot of Jalen Ramsey, so that does worry me a little bit. But Juju's one of the players that can have one big play. Yes. He's done it multiple times in his career. But it comes down to Mason Rudolph getting in the ball. He's going to have Aaron Donald chasing him. I don't think it's a good Juju day, personally. Like, would you... Would you legitimately be able to bench Juju, though? If you have another option that is good, yes. Okay. But the likelihood of that this week is very unlikely. Juju or Pascal? Pa- <laughs> Pascal. Really? Pascal. Oh, gosh. That's where we're at. Oh, I would start Zach Pascal this week. So if you had Juju on your roster, you would pick up Pascal and start him over Juju? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That is rough. That is rough. Uh, and then James Conner, if he's active, you're playing him. If not, Jalen Samuels is a great start. And Vance McDonald is actually a decent play, I think. Uh, when you're looking at tight end landscape, it's better uh, than some of the other options. Yeah. I'd say go for it. I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence with him. I'd go for it. Let's go into the Panthers-Packers. Uh, Panthers, Cam Newton is on IR now, so... Kyle Allen is the quarterback for the rest of the season. That's good news for Christian McCaffrey, uh, as long as Christian McCaffrey doesn't get injured. Wide receivers, Kyle Allen, he's kind of a toss-up week to week. You just said wide receivers and Kyle Allen. Yeah. Wide receivers. Like I'm saying, his wide oh, receivers he throws okay, to. Okay, I was so confused. I'm not for calling a him a wide receiver, All right, okay? I, I, I'm just making sure. He could probably catch some passes. He is a slow kind of like, you know... He, he's probably faster than Jason Witten. Maybe you should play him on your fantasy roster. Maybe I'll win. Yeah, yeah, I'll just play all the guys I shouldn't play, then maybe I'll win. Yeah, exactly. Um, I should just play Zach Pascal this week. Screw it. I should do just it. Play him. You won't. You won't. I might just. <laughs> you won't. I might. I might uh, do it. And then DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. DJ Moore is probably an every week play based on targets alone. Curtis Samuel is matchup dependent. I'd play DJ Moore in this game, not so much Curtis Samuel. Greg Olson, you can take the shot. On Greg Olson, if you want. Um, you're not playing Kyle Allen, though. And Packers side. You're playing Aaron Jones every single week. You're playing Devontae Adams, even though he hasn't done great. Uh, 
Jimmy Graham you're playing this week as well. Justin is up to something. What is he up I'm to? I'm quoting Mike Scott. If, <laughs> if, you, if you have, if, if you follow the NBA at all, you know Mike Scott of the Philadelphia 76ers. He has a uh, a line he typically says. It's not really appropriate. You can look it up on your own time. Yeah, Joel Embiid mentioned it in a press conference after his uh, little scuffle with Carl Anthony Towns. Um, I'll, I'll reenact the line, okay? I ain't no yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that, that's what I just said to Andrew. Uh, he said it wouldn't start Zach Pascal, and I just mentioned that uh, a quote to him. We'll see. We'll see if he does. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, okay, yeah, Packers side, start Devontae Adams, start Aaron Jones, start Jimmy Graham, start Aaron Rodgers. Do you agree with that? Correct. Okay. Vikings, Cowboys. Vikings. Adam Thielen, probably not going to play. Stephon Diggs, you're starting him based on pure volume with Thielen out. Kyle Rudolph, if you want to take your shot, you can. You can go with the theory that Thielen, Thielen won't be active, so Rudolph could get more targets. Doesn't always pan out that uh, way. BC Johnson, also, if you're really desperate, he's a solid play as well. He saw the end zone last week, so if you're really desperate at the wide receiver position, so you can't land like a Zach Pascal on waivers, uh, BC Johnson could be a solid guy for you. Dalvin Cook, you're playing. Kirk Cousins, are you streaming him? In Dallas? Probably not. Really? But, I mean, it comes down to... He's been super good. Yeah, but the Cowboys defense is also pretty solid as well. They are, but Daniel Jones was able to do decent yesterday. I don't know. I'd play Cousins it, still. It can. I would feel a little more comfortable with Cousins this week. Should if, be high-scoring game. If Thielen was active. Uh, without Thielen, I'm not sure. I think they do lean a little more on Dalvin Cook. Okay. But, I mean, if you're really desperate quarterback... I mean, the only thing is, is you did. I would still play him, but you, I just wouldn't be confident. You did see Saquon get bottled up by the Cowboys yes. defense, so if that could happen with Dalvin, which I doubt that it will, but it could happen, and they might have to pass. Then the Cowboys side. Who are you playing on the Cowboys side? Uh, so Dak Prescott. Uh, he, I think he's a low end QB one this week, uh, even again, even with a very tough matchup against the Vikings. Uh, he's still worth a play. Uh, Zeke Elliott each and every single week, not a, not a doubt. Uh, Receiver wise. Uh, Michael Gallup, I think he's a wide receiver too. Uh, he's seen a lot of explosive plays uh, throughout the entire season. And he's just a good season. player. He's just a very solid player. Uh, I'm I'm pretty confident in him. Uh, if it's a very plus matchup, uh, I feel very confident with uh, Michael Gallup. This is not a, like a great matchup, but he's still worth a start for sure. Uh, Amari Cooper every week. Uh, if you need a tight end play, why not go Jason Wynn? We saw at this point he gets saw, a lot of targets. We saw it Monday night. It's just. Similar to Raisin Brand, James Conner. Like, this is a guy that's just getting targets. They might not be the greatest oh, targets, God. but... He's like Life Cereal. Life Cereal's good. Unpopular opinion, Life Cereal is good. We talked about this before. Life Cereal's good. I don't like it. I would choose it over Cheerios, over... Cheerios are garbage. Oh, gosh. Who eats Cheerios? Babies eat Cheerios. That's the answer to that. Sorry, Dad. Cheerios are garbage. Like, they're gar... Just don't eat Cheerios, okay? Unless they're, like, pumpkin spice. Uh, what? Yes. Pumpkin spice anything is the worst. Okay, no, no. That's okay. my And that's opinion. it for the podcast right there. Now Hot I'm mad. Take. I'm going to have to. No, pumpkin spice is so good. Don't even. Okay, let's move to our next matchup. This One matchup... last thing. Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Life Cereal? Cinnamon Toast okay, Crunch. Right, Come I, on now. I, I just want to make sure you didn't lose all sanity. Come all on right, now. Right, I'm just making sure. Okay, let's get into our next matchup. That is very similar to Pumpkin Spice. A.K.A. it's a good matchup. That's disgusting. The Seahawks at the 49ers. Uh, the Seahawks, Russell Wilson's been insane. Chris Carson, you're playing. Tyler Lockett, you're playing. DK Metcalf, you're playing. 
these are pretty straightforward starts. Uh, you don't say anyone else, right? You're not taking the shot on Josh Gordon if he's active, are you? I'm not, uh, but I think he may be worth a stash if you're that free roster spot. Uh, just to kind of see how it he's pans out. He's on our him. waivers. Yeah. I just don't have anyone I'd want yeah, to drop exactly. for him. So if you're in like Andrew's case or my case personally, like I was considering picking him up last week, but I really have no one to drop for him. Uh, like I would definitely pick up like a Zach Pascal over yeah, Josh sure, Gordon sure. just because he does that. He has that solidified role. Uh, I don't see DK Metcalf like taking a back seat to Josh Gordon no, at all, because no. um, he obviously is the future. They're there. similar play, like they're kind of similar players. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think if Josh Gordon gets any like solidified role whatsoever, I think he's gonna basically take a step over like David Moore, like a Jerome Brown, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as that solid wide receiver three there. And then 49ers, you're playing both Matt Breida and Tevin Coleman every week. Coleman didn't have yeah. a great week last week. Yeah, but. you probably have to play them. The only the biggest strength of that Seattle uh, defense is definitely their run stopping ability. Uh, that's where we have seen their strength throughout the most of the season. Uh, but that they haven't really faced an offensive line to the caliber. Of Ronald the Jones did have a good yes. week last week though against they Seattle. Did. He did have a good week, so that does give a little more confidence in Breida and Coleman. Uh, it's tough to choose which one could be the. I definitely the play, play both RB two. Yeah, I would play both. They still I'd rather have... play Breida probably. I would rather go Coleman. You think? Yeah, if I if I had a choice there, I would rather go Coleman just because he is the red zone back. Um, and I think they will beat them through the air. I think Emmanuel Sanders has a very solid role as well. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's a solid flyer as well. Uh, low-end QB1 this week. Uh, George Kittle, not a doubt. Yep. You're playing him. 49ers defense, tough matchup. It's really tough if you do play them or not. You probably still have to. Probably. because they, they have been You're so good for You're hoping for some you. sacks. Yeah. Nick Bosa's been phenomenal. Uh, but Russell Wilson, he's the master escape artist. So he could probably sneak out of a couple of those. And those were our matchups brought to you by Life Serial. Not a sponsor. Nope, nope. They are a sponsor. I just... I are just, that? You hello, locked, wait, hold on. They're on the phone. down the deal? They're on the phone. Hello? Yeah, hello, this is Life Serial. Oh, hi. Would you guys want to sponsor our podcast? Uh, sure, but uh, not really crazy about that Andrew guy. Uh, okay, you know what I got to say to that? Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is better. And I hung up. This episode is brought to you by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh my gosh, imagine. <gasps> oh, oh, I would be 600 pounds. We would be bathing in a tub of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <sighs> the cinnamon milk after, oh, oh my god. Oh gosh. Oh, that's, I want my, some. that's my favorite late night snack. I want some. Okay, uh, let's get into our phenomenal start, shall we? Uh, I'll start off with my quarterback. All right, let's do it. That's Jameis Winston. Mm. Jameis Winston plays against the Cardinals this week at home. So, yeah, you play your players against the Cardinals. It should be a shootout. Jameis Winston has Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. These are high-caliber targets. Arguably the best two wide receivers on like that are paired on a team. Best wide receiver core in the league. Imagine if they still had Deshaun Jackson, which obviously they don't. But Jameis Winston, I'm playing him. Expect him to go off this week. Of course, he'll probably throw an interception somehow to Patrick Peterson. Of course. But, uh, still, start him with confidence. Who's your quarterback for this week? So my quarterback start of the week, I hinted at it a little earlier, but Kyler Murray is my start of the week at the quarterback position. Uh, we saw last week we all said to sit Kyler Murray against the 49ers, who were at the time the number one fantasy defense against the quarterback position. Uh, they're now ranked number two. Uh, with that said, he put up a little over 23 fantasy points, uh, throwing 241 yards and two touchdowns while getting 34 yards on the ground. Uh, this week he faces the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road. Uh 
but it's a fantastic matchup. The Buccaneers have allowed the fourth most fantasy points per game to the quarterback position. And with Kyler Murray, uh, his explosive ability through the air and on the ground, uh, he's going to give you a very solid fantasy day uh, for sure there. He is a lot of weapons on the offensive side. Even without David Johnson, I think he's going to come through for your fantasy team. Uh, he is the number number seven ranked fantasy quarterback for a reason, and I think he's going to come through for you. My start at the running back position then is Melvin Gordon. Uh, you might think this is kind of an obvious one, but I'm just saying his trend's going to keep going here. I mean, let me read off his stats so far since he came back. 12 for 31, 8 for 18, 16 for 32, 8 for 31. So that was not very good. Last week was the first week that he actually did well. And I'm just saying I think that that continues this week and you should start him over some other options that you have. Uh, last week, as I said, 20 for 80 with two touchdowns. Expect similar workload uh, against Oakland here. They could get out to an early lead. Uh, it could be a shootout. Either way, Melvin Gordon will be involved. He should have some goal line carries. I'd start him with confidence. The Raiders are pretty good against the run, uh, but they're 32nd with the against the pass, so expect them to move the ball down the field. Melvin Gordon gets his goal line carries. Uh, my phenomenal start at the running back position is David Montgomery of the Chicago Bears. After Matt Nagy came out and said two weeks ago, I'm not a bleeping idiot, uh, <laughs> when, when asked uh, if they should run the ball more, they have run the ball more. Surprise, surprise. Wow. Um, uh, that's a scholarly, like, scholarly uh, quote there. I'm going to like hang it on my wall. Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't a bleeping idiot. <laughs> um, but the last two weeks, David Montgomery has put up 22.7 and 21.1 fantasy points. That's against the Chargers and the Philadelphia Eagles. And this week, he gets a juicy matchup against the Detroit Lions, who are dead last. That is 32nd against the running back position for fantasy purposes. Uh, fire up Montgomery. He's heavily involved he saw he's seen the end zone three times the last two weeks he's definitely the clear-cut number one running back there in chicago and why would they go away from the ground game uh, especially with like a struggling quarterback in mitch trubisky so i feel really good about david montgomery i think he's a uh, rb1 for you this week yeah and my wide receiver start is a bit scary it's a little deeper i'd consider it wide receiver low end wide receiver two flex level and that's jameson crowder the reason that I'm giving you confidence to start him is last week, man, it, Sam Darnold had a bad game uh, in Miami when he should have had a decent one, yet Crowder still put up 18.3 points and had eight catches for 80, no, for 83 yards and one touchdown. So imagine if Sam Darnold actually has a good game. While that production may be spread with Robbie Anderson, Jameson Crowder has a very safe floor and playing against the 30th ranked uh, against the wide receiver Giants. I'd be confident in starting James Crowder as a flex option this week. Who do you have for your wide receiver, Justin? So I mentioned it a little earlier, but my wide receiver start of the week is Zach Pascal of the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going deep here, guys. Yeah. Uh, we're in the bye weeks. We're in the trenches. Six teams on the bye. We're getting down and dirty here. Uh, last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, six targets, five catches, 76 yards, and a touchdown. So 
He's seen he's seen the production uh, two weeks prior against the uh, Houston Texans in a very plus matchup. He saw six catches for 106 and two. So that production is definitely within the realm of possibilities for Zach Pascal. And he faces a Miami defense that struggles against the wide receiver wide receiver position. Uh, they are actually the tenth worst team against the fantasy uh, wide receiver. But I think that rank is slowly getting a little worse for them as Xavier Howard is out for the season with a knee injury. So that. That secondary is basically a wide-open hole for uh, Zach Pascal to dominate each and every single week while he is that number one receiver with T.Y. Hilton inactive. So fire up Zach Pascal, pick him up, play him, feel pretty good about it. We'll see if you do it. I'll be very interested. Uh, my tight end, I'm going to pivot. Mm. Uh, do I have your permission to pivot to TJ Pivot to TJ Hawkinson? You have, uh, you have my blessing. Great. Uh, I'm going to pivot to TJ Hawkinson. Mainly because I, I hype myself up by talking about him. He's on the offense. He's on the field, obviously on the offense, constantly for over 70% of snaps. You want that out of your tight end. And he's playing at Chicago, who is 29th against the fantasy tight end. I want to take my shot with TJ Hawkinson. You know he can have the blow-up game. Will it happen this week? Maybe, maybe not. But you know the Lions offense is good. Stafford's been on a roll. This team is bad against tight ends. Let me just say something. TJ Hawkinson is a great stash. This week, he plays against 29th. This, these are the ranks against the tight end. Chicago, 29. Next matchup, Dallas, 27. Washington, 15. Chicago, again, 29. Minnesota, 19. Tampa Bay, 31. Like, these are some great matchups. So, stash TJ Hawkinson and start him this week. Uh, the my start of the week at the tight end position is Jonu Smith of the Tennessee Titans. So last week, he didn't really come through for you that well. Uh, he was actually facing the number six ranked defense against a tight end in the Carolina Panthers. He only saw three for 18, but the week before in a plus matchup against the Buccaneers, he saw six for 78 and a touchdown. Uh, and now he faces the 22nd ranked uh, Kansas City Chiefs defense. Uh, they are vulnerable against a tight end. Uh, the Titans, uh, they... They like to go towards the tight end position, uh, seeing 12 targets the last two weeks for Jono Smith. I do think that trend continues as Delaney Walker is still inactive with his injury. So Jono Smith, uh, you can probably pick him off the waiver wire, honestly. If he, he's probably actually getting dropped in a lot. Yeah, of he weeks. might be getting dropped today. So if if you're today or whenever your yeah. waivers run, whenever yeah. you're listening. Yeah, if you're checking your waiver wire. He might be there. He was probably just dropped because uh, of that poor week last week. But if you're desperate for tight end, you're on a bye week. You have, Say you have uh, Zach Ertz or uh, probably only Zach Ertz out of this group. Yeah, out of this group, honestly, uh, Zach on Ertz. On bye week. So, yeah, if you have Noah Zach Fant, Ertz, maybe you tried to play him. But yeah. Darren Fells. Yeah, or Darren Fells. If you have one of, one of those few guys on your roster, you need someone to play, pick up Jonah Smith. Uh, he could come through for you. Uh, my defense then is pretty easy. I'm just playing the defensive game of start your defense against Miami, and that is the Colts up against Miami at home. Uh, the Colts last week, they got one sack, nothing crazy, but they also had a pick and a safety. Week before that, three sacks against the Broncos. Week before that, three sacks against the Texans. So, And then they had their bye, and then before that, four sacks. So this is a decent defense. Uh, it should be, I'm guessing it'll be a lower-scoring matchup just because both of these offenses with Brian Hoyer, it's not exactly an explosive offense. And with T.Y. Hilton out, I don't think it'll be very high scoring. So I think the Colts' defense is a fairly safe play at home. So I would start them up and be fairly happy about it. 
Uh, I'm going to take a hot take here. My defense start of the week is the New York Giants against the Jets this week. Okay. So the Jets have allowed the third most fantasy points to opposing defenses. And we've seen that train wreck that is the New York Jets season. Their offensive line is horrendous. You've, we've seen injuries, the stockpile. Uh, even if they were healthy, they would still not be very good on the offensive line. So fire up the Giants defense. They just acquired Leonard Williams. He looked pretty solid in his debut. So this is a revenge game? It is a revenge game, I think. Wow. So I think, they, I think he gets after uh, Sam Darnold all day long. And I think there's going to be a, like a – big stockpile of sacks in this one uh, I, I think sam Darnold is still a solid streaming option uh in most formats but the giants defense they're gonna get after him and they're gonna get i think it's gonna be a real big sack fest for the giants sack fest sack fest, sack fest. um thank you guys for listening those are our ph- phenomenal starts our matchups and uh our breakdown of our league league under review uh we hope you guys enjoyed uh follow us on twitter at the ff phenoms Follow Justin at Justin Herforth. Follow me at PhenomAC. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. Reach out to us on Twitter. Let us know what's going on. Uh, Send your thoughts and prayers to me. <laughs> I'm still in mourning. All thoughts and in prayers morning, are... In the evening. In the morning, in the evening. We're in the evening now, but he is in mourning. And if you're overseas, bonjour. Konnichiwa. Yes. Have a great rest of your fantasy season. Goodbye, friends. Goodbye.